0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey, folks, welcome back to the greatest NASCAR show on the radio.
1: Yeah.
0: Kind of, I like, I like the radio. that. That was nice. Oh, good. So maybe we kind finally of, have one that works. It kind of rhymed. A NASCAR show on the radio, yeah it does. <laughs> okay, good. I planned it that way. Wink. Yeah. So hey, folks, welcome back. As always, I am your host, of gas man, with my wonderful co-host, Lugs. Yep, his name is Lugs. L U G Z. Lugs.
2: Thanks for spelling it out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we have a lot of people that message us and put L U G S. Oh, okay. So I thought I'd clarify. Classic
2: mix-up. Z-like, 350Z? Classic mix-up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get confused with all the other lugs out there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of them. Yeah. Just oh. kidding.
0: All, ki- all kinds of lugs. Yeah. Can you blow your snot in the speakers? Sorry, I'm a little congested <laughs> here. I apologize. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, what a what a fascinating week. Um, so right before we started the show here... Um, Lugs kind of ran down some points totals for me. and completely
2: <laughs> fucked my week. Oh, my. Starting yeah, off with a bum. Yeah, it kind F-bomb.
0: of just ruined ruined any momentum I had going into this week. You so. ruined it. Not- is that sh- shut your face. <laughs> so we'll get there in a few. No, actually, it wasn't me. It was a damn Chase Elliott. That's who ruined my week. Anyway, we'll get to that in a you're little bit.
2: You're Hendrick Motorsports fanboy is why. Far from. You, you picked him.
0: You're right. You're right. He failed me. <laughs> Continue. Anyway, so do me a favor, folks. If you're listening to this show right now and you like the shenanigans from the show, uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on this app that you're listening with. Click. <laughs> Thanks for the <laughs> sound effects, Lux. <laughs> <ones. laughs>
2: that was very dramatic. That was me clicking subscribe. All right,
0: awesome. And always, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends. If you haven't, please tell your friends. We... Really, 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 really like that.
2: Yeah, shout out to John Dean Elliott. He gave us a shout out on uh, Twitter, Twitter yeah, to yeah. somebody that was looking for a uh, NASCAR podcast. So thanks, John.
0: Yeah, and actually, wasn't he the one that got picked the winner the first week in our fantasy league? Um, let me
2: look. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Yes, he did. Yes, yeah, he did. So
0: Anyway, John, uh, I know we sent you a hat once before. At least I think we did. I'm pretty sure we did. If not... That got lost in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure we had sent you a hat. Anyway, we'll keep tracking. You know, we'll probably, you know what? Just email us, email us, remind us. We'll send you a little bit more swag. We'll send you some koozies or something for uh, shouting us out like that. We really appreciate it. So fans, never hesitate to tell everybody about us. Uh, This is a fun show. We do this show for you. This is the fans NASCAR podcast. Indeed. It's not Indeed. Indeed is what you hire people with. Is it? Thank you. This is wrecking and racing. Logs. Differentiate.
2: You you think I didn't know that. Thank you.
0: Yeah, no problem. So anyway, fans, as always, thank you. We're going to start off this awesome episode with some Bush beer. The official beer of NASCAR and Kevin Harvick and the Wrecking Racing Show. You know they don't pay us anything.
2: (laughs) Or even send us product.
0: Yeah, if they would just say hi to us on Twitter, they'd be like... Like a fanboy moment. Yeah,
2: at least least we'd get a couple, maybe, followers out of it.
0: (laughs) That would be nice. We can use some more followers. I think we're up, like, 450-something on our Twitter followers. Mm -hmm. So we can always use more. Our
2: Facebook's stale. We can get some more Facebook followers. Yeah, but
0: we've we've gained some in the past week and a half. Yeah. We need to get over
2: this. Get out of the three hundos. So if
0: you listen to us and you don't follow us on Facebook, please do, or Twitter.
2: Yeah, we post a lot on Facebook, so yeah. a lot of news and I retweet a lot on Twitter. Yeah.
0: And I, I know my boss doesn't listen to this show, so if you guys message us and I reply, more than likely I am stopping my job to respond to you. That's how important you are.
2: I hope your boss doesn't and, listen to us.
0: Yeah, and my, like, I'm retweeting stuff on Twitter. More than likely, I'm doing that at work. <laughs> so I just want to point that out, that you guys are so important. I am stopping my daily but job. he's
2: jeopardizing his job <laughs> for you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I'm pretty sure my boss doesn't listen to us. I don't think, anyway.
2: You'll find and out if he you does. You know
0: what? If he is... I deserve a damn pay raise.
2: <laughs> if he does listen, you're gonna Ex- find out.
0: <laughs> except for the whole you know doing Twitter at work thing, for my actual work that I do do, I deserve a pay raise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. So this week we were at the Great Banks of Atlanta, and it was an interesting week because we really went into it not knowing what the hell was going to happen
2: with the new rules and everything. Yes, yes. yeah. So I-, I guess I'll just fly. Out ask you, what was your thoughts of the race? I thought it was a pretty decent race. It wasn't wasn't quite what I think everybody was expecting. I think everybody thought it was going to be more pack racing and a lot closer. But it was exciting. The restarts were exciting. We had a pretty uh, decent battle for the win at the end, I feel like. So there was a lot of um, storylines. I mean, I don't really see how you could ask for much more out of it. What do you think?
0: So... You know, I I kind of posted like a little meme during the or a gif during the race of like you know somebody falling asleep. You know, at first I'm looking at it, watching it, and saying, "Man, this is not not very entertaining." But the more I thought about it, I can't even tell you. The last time in the Atlanta, race was super entertaining, and honestly, in the historically Atlanta, you might have some good finishes like between Earnhardt and Bobby Labonte or whatever. Mm. But that didn't happen through the race. It happened at the end of the race.
2: Right. Exactly.
0: So by the end of the race, before we even get to the showdown between Brad and Martin, I really felt like my whole view changed. I actually was kind of impressed because the restarts made it exciting.
2: Yeah, it was. Those were a lot of fun to watch. Too bad it didn't sustain. Three and four wide. But
0: I seen passing throughout the pack.
2: Right, right. right? Dude, what about some of those saves? I mean, there were some cars out of control. Oh,
0: Larson made a hell of a save.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I thought it was exciting. I was, I was pleased with it. Now... You know what? What's it going to translate into at Vegas with a lot more grip? I think it's going to be a little bit different.
0: I, I you know people like Jeff Gordon and a couple of analysts are saying it's going to be completely different. Yeah, and it's actually going to probably be more exciting.
2: Yeah, so I'm ready to see what see what it does there. But I I have no complaints about Atlanta.
0: Yeah, I, mean, like I said I was at first I was like okay,
2: fest. And also think about this too is is yeah while the package that they had was supposed to keep everybody together, I mean tire fall off. We all know how bad the pavement is at, at Atlanta, how bad it is for Creighton tire wear and fall off. So, I mean, I think deep down we probably kind of expected that a little bit, right?
0: Yeah, I would assume so. It, to, to an extent. Again, I think in my mind, i have probably like the typical fan, you know, thinking that, hey, it was going to be – like, knockout, drag out the whole time. And it wasn't at first. I was like, what the hell are we getting ourselves into? Then I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Never, never mind. Atlanta has not really been that super exciting through the middle of the race anyway. So, overall, I think it was better than a, the Atlanta has been in the last 10 years.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and polled by uh, Jeff Gluck, 71% people of the people that took the poll said it was a, yes, a good race. Versus last year... Was polled at fifty-eight percent.
0: Ooh, man, that's a huge so improvement. Pretty big step up. So obviously, I think taking okay, it's a Twitter poll, right? How much validity should we hold to it? Honestly, I think quite a, a decent bit amount because I think yeah. that's a truly a fan's perspective. Because there's a
2: lot of haters on Twitter. Oh yeah, and if seventy-one <laughs> yeah. percent are saying yes, yeah, then there's that's a lot of keyboard
0: something. warriors out there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So overall, you know, I feel free to message us, tell us your thoughts on it. But I definitely, overall, I thought it, I I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I even enjoyed it more because I watched it in the company of my best friend.
2: Oh, who's that? Dax, your dog. That <laughs> was there to because it's not me. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I watched
0: it over here at your house and drank your beer.
2: Um, I know, it, but I'm saying that I'm not your best oh, friend. Oh, yeah, that's true. So.
0: True. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so, you know, a couple notables to the thing. Uh, one is, you know, congratulations to Brad, you yeah. know, being yeah. sick, battling the flu. Austin Cedric was kind of on backup. And then he comes out and does a really pulls good job it off. and yeah. yeah. And then TrueX there at the end, you know, running for the lead and he made it a show. It was like the end of it was what you almost like one the great things about Atlanta past, it's kinda of what you see.
2: Yeah. If we too bad we didn't have maybe one, two more laps, and I think Too
0: bad you know, Ricky Stenhouse was on the track. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's get to that true X, yeah. Let's get to that. So Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's, Yes, that's kind of my thoughts too. Yes. <laughs> so after the race, you know, in the heat of the moment basically um, the you know, TV crews go up to Truex as soon as he gets out of the car. And it was like, "Hey, you know, what, you know, what could you have done or whatever." And Truex was pissed. And I think we see more emotion out of Truex this past year, you know, from last year to now than we've ever seen out. Of I agree.
2: Him.
0: Um but he was pissed. He felt like he had the best card. He should have won the race. Maybe he should have. He was catching Brad. Let's be honest. He was. Agreed. Uh, but his complaint was about Ricky Stenhouse not getting out of his way. Right. Okay. So, if you go back and watch the video, there's a car on the inside. Ricky's on the outside. And he is in front of Truex, holding Truex up a little bit. hmm Going to throw it at you, lugs. Would you be pissed, too?
2: I mean, okay, from a driver's standpoint that wants to win a race, yeah, I can understand his frustration, but you cannot go on to national T V and cry about it like that. I mean he got hammered. Those keyboard keyboard warriors on Twitter just I hammered. Sten ass is out there competing Yeah. You know, first lives mean, his, his, his his livelihood is at stake here, right? I mean he's trying to keep his self in the game, right? Yeah. Trying to appease his sponsors, his car owner uh bring points home stay on the lead lap stay in the position to receive the lucky dog if the caution come out i mean i don't understand why truex thinks that he should just pull over and let let him go by it's just it's not the way racing works it's never worked that way it will never work that way yeah unless yeah, you got I, team orders like f1 i mean <laughs> but this is nascar
0: yeah i so i kind of agree so i'm on th- i this is just a theory, conspiracy theory, gas band here, okay? What manufacturer does Brad Kozlowski drive for? A Ford. What manufacturer does Stenhouse drive for?
2: A Yoda. Stenhouse. Oh, sorry, Stenhouse. Yeah, Stenhouse. I Stenhouse. I expect- Stenhouse. I was expecting you to say. Uh, True X? True X, no, yeah. Stenhouse. A Ford, okay.
0: Okay, so, you know, we went from Daytona where there was Michael McDowell and Logano. Yeah. Logano's like, man, you got to help the Fords out. Logano's yeah, yeah. like, I owe nothing to that. I'm here to win for my team, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it the flip side, Elena? Possibly. Ricky, Ricky didn't do anything wrong, but he ain't gonna make it easy for him, right? Maybe that played in the factor a little bit here.
2: I don't know. I don't know if um, I mean, they could have, but I don't know of any times that Truex and Stenhouse have had a falling out. But yeah,
0: I don't think it's so much a falling out as I could, I can. This is just again me saying this. I could picture. Ricky said that there's a Ford leading. I can't win, but. I can make make it hard on Truex to get right, around me. Right, right. Yeah. And yeah. again, you can't fault... You can fault Stenhouse, but there's really no fault to be given. Right. You can bitch and complain all you want, but he's a racer. He didn't do anything wrong. This whole theory of a gentleman's rule that applies doesn't apply. There's no freaking rule. Right. Stop griping. It's part of the racing, unfortunately. So if... Are you, are you on a pedestal right now? Oh, I think I might be. I'm on <laughs> a soapbox, but folks, we have
2: if, we have Gasman on his first pedestal, on his first soapbox <laughs> for 2019.
0: So my 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 point is that, that damn it, if Stenhouse wants to help the Ford team out again, he didn't do nothing wrong. I mean, he
2: wasn't like he was blocking him no, to the hot dog wasn't. stand or he anything. Just
0: did not get out of the way. Right. He didn't do anything wrong. He just didn't get out of the way. Maybe maybe he did do that for the manufacturer's mm-hmm. perspective. he did, hey, all power to him. If not, all power to him anyway.
2: Right, right. Yeah, no, I agree. It's uh, okay. Truex needs to take a, a deep breath as well as you, you yeah. and uh, collect his thoughts and think about what he's going to say before he gets in front of the TV cameras. Uh, very similar to Kyle Larson and uh, some of his <laughs> comments he's made. So you,
0: know, you, you might well lead into what happened then. So, was it on Twitter, or was it during the interview this week?
2: Yeah, I think it was on NBC Sports. Uh, they interviewed him, and he basically <laughs> came out and said that he, for lack of better words, Hendrick's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> they start yeah. out the season slower so that NASCAR isn't looking at them.
0: Yeah, and they can exploit the rule book through the season. So, that's what he said. He came back out several hours later and said, let me get the quote here. I feel like Hendrick plays games in a way way with NASCAR. I feel like they always start... Okay, this is the actual quote, first quote. I feel like Hendrick plays games in a way with NASCAR. I feel like they always start the year off kind of bad to show NASCAR that they're being nice and cooperating and follow the rules and stuff. And then he gets a couple months in, and they start cheating and finding some speed. So that, That's just, bold. Yeah, exactly. He said was, cheating. He did. Flat he did. out cheating. cheating yeah. He, not he not. It
2: like, find something or, you know, s- skirt the rules or... I mean, he could have used any other selection of words, but he flat out said cheating. And let's not forget, Ganassi gets their engines from Hendrick.
0: Exactly. So, you know, a couple hours after that tweet or post or whatever, he tweets out a, a basically a letter... Backtracking everything he said. Backpedal,
2: backpedal, backpedal. Yeah, battle.
0: it was basically like, you know, I respect Hendrick, they're a great organization.
2: Got his pee pee slept.
0: Yeah, yes he did. <laughs> so do you think that he did that on his own accord, or you think Chip's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? We're somebody getting, we're getting our support from them. What somebody
2: set him straight. He didn't do that on his own. Somebody set him straight. He also said
0: that he was taking it as a joke. No. I don't see that. No,
2: there's no joke there joking that they're cheating. I mean, what? No, there's no joke there.
0: No. Now, okay. So let, let's let's talk about it. Without using his terminology, do I think he's wrong? Not necessarily. I mean, <laughs> it
2: could be argued, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, I, they've they've kind of proven themselves with like walking that line, you know. Reckless. So, yes, that's my point. So very well could be would i come out and just fly out say they're cheaters
2: yeah i mean there's got to be a lot of things you know within the sport that we as fans don't know about and maybe that's one of them that that maybe isn't is a you know a factoid that everybody in the shops know or everybody in the sport knows but they don't talk about it uh, you know i'm sure there's there's un written things unspoken things out there that people keep to themselves so oh yeah absolutely you know maybe maybe there's truth to it but to come out and, and you know just, blast just it say like it that. yeah yeah uh you know concluding race two i mean you got a long <laughs> ass season in front of you boy yeah yeah and, and you beca- can't even get down pit row <laughs> without speeding or having some violation or right hitting it- the wall without It'd be interesting to see him make the playoffs,
0: so, and all of a sudden, the engines start blowing that's up. That's what playoffs. everybody on Twitter is saying. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I mean, he's really he could be digging his own damn hole. That's he needs to focus
2: on not speeding his ass down pit road.
0: And, and he'll finish a race.
2: Stay out of the wall. Yeah. And stop speeding, Larson.
0: Yep. So talking about pit road, this was a very interesting week coming down pit road. Yeah. So you know, we'll let's I'll, I'll backtrack briefly here and talk about two people that had a, a great race going. That was excuse me, beer burp, uh, Ryan Priest and da- Daniel Hemrick. So, Priest, I mean, they're both they running really the top good 10. They're yeah. doing great. So, Priest comes into the pits and when he goes to pull out, he looks down at his tag and BJ McLeod's pulling in at the same time and he yeah. just smokes him. Smokes BJ McLeod.
2: And Which, and everybody was lighting up BJ McLeod saying, why are you pitting with the leaders? Well, BJ had a flat tire. He had to pit.
0: Yeah, and actually, so don't,
2: don't blame BJ.
0: I see someone arguing with Mike Joy on Twitter too, and they're like, "F you, Mike Joy!" Blah, well, because blah, Mike blah,
2: was blah. saying he shouldn't have been on pit road. He was basically the dogging okay. BJ. Yeah, so don't uh, you know? Don't don't dog BJ. He's just trying to run his race, and I mean, he's just trying to get to his damn pit stall. Regardless, if he wanted to pit with the leaders, he has every right to. Right? That's yeah, just I, like
0: I don't think. Ryan never wants anything about BJ he no. said hey I was looking at my tag. And,
2: and it's just like that's like being mad at, at Stenhouse for running the low line in front of tricks I mean it's he can run where he wants to run you yeah know, he can BJ can pit when he wants to pit so don't don't blame BJ
0: no not not at all I I agree it's unfortunate what happened to Ryan because I mean he was doing I mean, him and Daniel both were Yeah, such coming a good, off a good
2: finish job. from Daytona as well yeah, yeah.
0: So f- fantastic to them. Performing Hendrick. Yeah. You no. Know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, it's just it's unfortunate, but congratulations to doing as well as you did. You know, he didn't have the the results to show for it. So, uh, the other event on pit road I was going to bring up was uh, they didn't really show it. They briefly mentioned it during the race about the fueler for the thirty seven car, mm-hmm. Chris Buescher's car, got pinned against the wall. And he ended up breaking, he torn, tearing an ACL, breaking a fibula, fibula, and a couple other things. Ouch! Yeah, so he's gonna be out for a while, is my guess. I and mean, That's a big.
2: Supp- supposedly, he was a uh, fueler supplied by Hendrick as well.
0: Yes. Yeah, you're correct. Yes, he was a Hendrick employee.
2: So I didn't, I didn't know that, but that's interesting. But yeah, yeah sorry for that guy, man. That's, uh, I gotta hate that. That'd be that's gotta be painful, and uh, I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Pinned up against you. By a come
0: out, and all of a sudden, a car gets 3, slammed against color, you, yeah. against a concrete wall. Thirty-four
2: hundred pound stock car just got your leg pinned up against a concrete wall. No, yeah. no thanks.
0: It, so, lugs, we'll dial it back a little bit here. Talk about the race a little bit more. Um there's a situation that NASCAR made a questionable call in Hell regards yeah. to the yellow. And cars that were wave rounds or lap-downs, Laps down, lucky-dog. Lap. I mean, it was, it was it was a perfect storm of crap. Yeah, yeah. Right. So anyway, there's arguments about if NASCAR plays to people, right? And, like, for example, Chase Elliott was upset mm-hmm. because Kazlowski was put in front of him. He thinks he should have been behind him, for example. Oh, really? Um, but anyway, there was a lot of chaos, a lot of arguments about the way the field reset. Mm-hmm. Do you, What's your take on that?
2: You know, I really haven't looked into it a whole lot. I saw they were breaking it down on uh, uh, NASCAR America or, or Race Hub. I can't remember which one it was. They were breaking it down, and, and where the cars were on the track whenever the cautions flew, and... You know, I don't know, maybe they were leaving information out. But from everything they were showing and reporting, it made sense to me. So, okay. And, I mean, NASCAR even, they added another pace lap to make sure everything was as it should be. So I just would really have to go back and dissect it to give a, a, an honest, sure. truthful answer. I haven't really looked into it that much. Um, but, I, you know, I don't know. NASCAR doesn't... They're, it's hard right they're, they have no, I, they have a very limited amount of time to make a call and they're under a microscope and all these keyboard warriors are going to complain after the fact that yeah. they don't right and, so,
0: and I just think it was a perfect storm of a bunch of crap happening yeah. at once that yeah. they were kind of based on their own rules and trying to figure out their own rules but unfortunately it, it quickly in your mind yeah. you know trying to get this all sorted out and all that It's just it was a perfect storm uh, uh, of exactly events.
2: unfortunately it's bound to happen at some point and, and it happened Sunday
0: NASCAR makes mistakes. We we all know that. that they all, that they, they make mistakes. Yeah. The week before at Daytona, they had an issue with Chase Elliott and it was a Eric Amarola, I think.
2: I don't remember who the other they one were, was. They but. went
0: to the green three wide because they couldn't figure out where one of the two cars was supposed yeah. to be
2: Yeah. And they called an audible and said, hey, that's our, that's yeah, our so fault. Yeah. So we're not going to penalize. Yeah.
0: Because that was our fault. Yeah. So at least they made the right, call. didn't make the right call, but they corrected it, it by saying and they owned they, they owned it. Yeah. Yes. They accountability. billed yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and this week, I think they came out and said, too, that, hey, we, what, f- from our understanding, it, it was correct. But you had a lot of people uh, disagreeing with that. And I think even Bob Potcross uh, even disagreed with it to an extent. Oh, really? Yeah. All
2: right. Um, so, talking about performance, I had mentioned a second ago, outperforming Hendrick, uh, JT, JTG Daughtry. What's going on with Hendrick, man? what's wrong with your boy chase
0: how's that my boy
2: you picked him you picked him i
0: picked him but how's that my boy
2: (laughs) what's going on with hendrick man do they do they have cause for concern no i think it's just a one-off deal i
0: I don't know if it's a one-off deal because i mean we've seen it kind of last Last year yeah Yeah. but i don't know if i would call it a concern i mean in the end chase won three races last year
2: yeah true
0: we still got a long. But season it, w- it was
2: the last quarter of the season as yeah, well.
0: Yeah, but we still have a long so, ways to go.
2: Bowman was fifteenth, Byron seventeenth, Elliot nineteenth, and Johnson twenty fourth. That's, man, I don't know. If I'm Rick Hendrick, man, that's I, I gotta feel a little bit concerned about it.
0: I I can see him like bringing more people in, hiring new engineers. I don't know, I. I don't think it's enough to be a concern yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's enough to you know light that fire yet, but it definitely start getting the tender ready and you know to start lighting. Yeah, I it's mean, coming, I mean, give them two, three more races, and it's still performances like that. It's going to be an overhaul of the organization.
2: I mean, yeah, you can't. I mean, can you have an entire season running like that? I mean,
0: oh hell no, not 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 especially to
2: be, when not, your alliance partners are out running you.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I think Furniture Row did that to Gibbs. Yeah, and Gibbs shut them down. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Uh, but w- what I'm getting to, you have Hendrick, a premium organization that is used to being on top. If they're not on top in the next, like I said, few races, shit's gonna hit the fan, and there's gonna be a lot of changes made. That's my guess.
2: So you're saying on top, they need to win races.
0: Yeah, at least not be necessarily,
2: not necessarily. Not not in the final 10. four of the no no chase I mean or... they
0: need to be like I would say the next three to four races competing for wins if That's they're not then I think there's gonna be there's gonna be turmoil within because I think Rick's gonna expect more
2: mm-hmm. as he should
0: yeah yeah sure I mean they're just they're too used to being dominant right I mean through the two thousands
2: essentially Hendrick was the Patriots I do want to remind you. Uh, prior to the Daytona 500, just a few weeks ago, you did make the comment, and I have this recorded here, Chevrolet will be more competitive than Ford and will win the Manufacturer's Championship. I just want to reiterate that you did say that. You're stupid, (laughs) (laughs) Chevrolet. Move on. Hey, you you got a long season to go. All right, so don't don't get too down on me there, Gasman. You got a long season to go, and it's a good thing because you're really struggling in the points.
0: Shut 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 your face. <laughs>
2: Should we go ahead and talk about? Yeah, that? let's go ahead and run through the points. All right, so folks, as you know, this this season uh, we started something kind of new. Used to uh, last season, it was just the Gasman and I picking our, uh, our our two picks for each race weekend. Uh, you know, top performer and then a so-called underdog. Well. This year uh, we've changed it up, so we're gonna pick two drivers, but there's no limitations. You can pick any two drivers, and we can have the same drivers, uh, even down to that, you know, piece of information as well. So we're letting our listeners in on it. So you need to send us our picks, your picks. I'm sorry, send us your picks on a weekly basis, uh, because we are tallying the points all season long, and then the winners uh, gonna have a yet to determined prize awarded to them. Um, so two races in the books, uh, we've got quite a few people, maybe half a dozen.
0: I just thought i interrupt you and tell you. So we have
2: about a half dozen people that have been in both races, but, it's not too late to jump in.
0: No, because we found out <laughs> Jessica Mueller. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she,
2: Jessica's killing it. So, just so off of she's one. been. In,
0: I've been in two races. She's been in one. I think I'm beating her by like five points. <laughs>
2: yeah. So so let's run down here. So Mr. Gasman, I'm gonna run through picks okay. and and your points for Atlanta and then your cumulative total if you okay. were in. Okay. And anybody races. at
0: any time can join us.
2: Yeah. So, uh,
0: so if you because there's people are going miss weeks, so you can catch up even if you haven't submitted to us the first two weeks. Trust me, you're not going to be off far from beating me.
2: Right, and with stage <laughs> points, bonus points, I mean, you can make a lot of points up in, in, in little time at all. So, mm-hmm. so uh, Mr. Gasman here, uh, he selected Keselowski and Elliott. So I will give you props there, uh, Mr. Gasman, for selecting the race winner this weekend. Uh, that awarded you fifty eight points. <laughs> okay, so your grand tally, grand total.
1: Do
2: you want to come back and summarize the total yeah, totals at the end? Okay, yeah, so fine. you got fifty-eight points this weekend. Okay, uh, we'll move to Jessica Mueller. This is her uh, first, uh,
0: her inaugural weekend wrecking, picking. Racing. Yeah,
2: picking. So uh, she picked Harvick and Kozlowski, also the winner. So congrats okay. there, Jessica. Uh, she's bringing home ninety-two points this week.
0: <laughs> so good,
2: solid picks there. Uh, you, you suck. I skipped myself there. I totally skipped over myself. She scored more points than I did. I picked Kyle Bush and Truex and brought home 82 points. Uh, Jeff Steenhoek. Uh, he Maybe selected... you pronounce pronounced that wrong. I might have. I'm sorry if I yeah, did. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Harvick so and Kyle Bush were his picks. He brought home 85 points. He outscored me as well. And then uh, Joseph Adams picked uh, Boyer and Almirola. Brought home 71 points. John Elliott- uh, picked Jones and Suarez. Both came home with top 10s. He scored 60 points. Daniel Cameron selected uh, Boyer and Harvard, came home with 86 points. Uh, so some very high scores there, for Except sure. Except
0: for one person. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> yeah. And so. you know what sucks? Is that, yeah, I picked a winner, but damn it, that last restart, Elliot was fifth. Fifth! And he finished 19th. Yeah,
2: yeah. That
0: was, I was, but man. But he hadn't was, been running there. Oh, no. But... <laughs> He still, totally but finished there. At least got Yeah, that's today. all that matters, right? Yeah, that's what it's all about. I mean,
2: that's true. All right, so we'll tally the totals here. So Gasman has a total of 105 points. Good
0: for what place?
2: I really haven't compared yet. I'll get okay. get you that here in just a second. Okay. Uh, so 105 points for Mr. Gasman. Uh, I have 169 points. So only 64 away. <laughs> Uh, jessica jessica has got 92 points. This is her first race selection. Uh, Jeff has 85. That's his first race uh, weekend with us. Uh, Joseph Adams has 118 points. So as of now, that puts you third there, Gasman.
1: Uh,
2: John Elliott, 117. Oh, you're down to fourth now, Gasman. Uh, Daniel Cameron, 120 points. That puts you down to fifth.
0: <laughs> you're such a jackass.
2: So there you go. You're in fifth place. Oh, How many? Out of everybody that's submitted? Yeah. Or just after Atlanta?
0: Yeah, after like everybody, like total. Because we're keeping track of everybody. So, I mean, does that mean like there's, there's people who get us Daytona picks but not Atlanta picks? I'm ahead of uh,
2: Ten people. Ten people. So, I didn't hear – I didn't get picks for uh, from Nathan Breeze or Douglas Shane Sutton. So, you guys better get get us your picks this week for Vegas. Yeah. Get back in the game.
0: Obviously I'm not gonna be hard to beat, it looks like. So you're
2: you're shooting 50%, fifty percent. you're you're in fifth <laughs> place out of ten people, but two of those didn't I appreciate
0: send us. the compliments. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey you selected the race winner, man. You just need to do that a couple more times and make a better secondary pick.
0: All right, well let's talk about this week's picks.
2: All right, let's do it. So we're gonna go ahead to Vegas. Okay. So you gotta think me, you are a little bit
0: of a I don't want to say outcast. We're a little more of a disadvantage because we pick our picks on Wednesdays compared to qualifying practice. That's and all true. That. That's true. So you guys, our, our fan base an does have an advantage over us. I just want to point that did, out.
2: Did we officially set a cutoff? I know we talked about it.
0: We just said, it, get, "Get us your damn picks." That's what we end up saying at the end. We like to have them by Saturday, but early Saturday. But just get us your damn picks.
2: Yeah, because Joseph Adams, he selected Boyer and Almirola. They started like second and third. But he still didn't. Yeah, so, I mean... I mean, he did good, but, you know, he didn't pick the race winner.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's one thing so that's lovely about NASCAR. You really don't have a set dominance or set guaranteed winner mm-hmm. each week. Uh, so, anyway, heading to the the slight banks of Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You want to go with your picks first or mine first?
2: I'll go first. Okay. Uh, my selection this week... Uh, I'm going. I'm going with uh, another pick that I had last week. Truex, <laughs> he's running good, man. Um, he's going to be hungry to redeem himself. I think after Atlanta, he's. I think he's. I don't know. I haven't really looked at the stats, but I'm assuming he's pretty good at uh, Vegas. So I'm going to go with Truex again, as well as Mr. Harvick. I think Harvick had a better car than he was able to show at Atlanta. So I think he's really and he won Vegas last year, so I think he's I think he's gonna be a force to be reckoned with.
0: Yeah, so here's my deals. I don't think last year matters diddly for this year. It
2: really doesn't, especially with this package yeah. that's gonna be this weekend. But So I'm the, hoping the cream of the crop is still gonna rise to yeah, the top, right?
0: Yeah, I'm hoping for some good points this week. Uh, I am going with the L's at Las Vegas. I'm going with Ligano and L- I hope those L's don't <sighs> mean losses. Anyway. You know, I
2: almost went with Larson, but after
0: uh, He'll speed Atlanta, down pit road and screw yeah. me. I'm I sure. Just, man,
2: I honestly, as a fan, I like Larson, but dude, they—I think they said this is the 11th race he's led over 50% of the laps and didn't win it in the last year.
0: Isn't that isn't that crazy?
2: That's a kick in the balls. Yeah. There's yeah. no better way to put it. That's gotta well, suck does, for him.
0: It's, it's him doing it to himself.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's not. I can't think of one instance where his pit crew let him down. It's him getting in the wall, or like you said, speeding. He, he
0: rides that line and he goes over that line, whether he's you know speeding down pits or hitting the hitting the wall, like you said. He rides that line, which is daring. It's exciting, but it's also costly at times. Exactly. Uh, so. Yeah, Vegas, fans again. Uh, yeah, get get us your picks. Uh, we need them. Yeah, join us. Have some fun with it. I mean, we're we're all learning here how we're gonna handle this, but our, we'll definitely have something at the end of the season for the overall champion.
2: Maybe we'll send you a diecast of your favorite driver. Yeah, I don't we'll know. come up with something cool. I don't
0: know. It'll be cool. I mean, it'll be can, worth it because maybe we can get lugs and gas man bobbleheads and autograph. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're we're celebrities now. If you say so, <laughs> I think so. I'll use that to my advantage.
2: Hey, speaking of celebrities, did you see who the? No. Cheap Trick.
0: That's awesome. Is we it? may have to attend that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't have anything bad to say about Cheap Trick.
0: Yeah. Classic rock band. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like classic rock. So talking about classic rock, I thought you're going. To, I thought you're going to go with the Grand Marshal of the race. Of for,
2: for cooked Oh, okay. Who I don't even know who it Motley is. Motley Crue. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so classic rock. Interesting. Yeah, uh, A couple more things to talk about. Cut news. Uh, so it did come out, and they talked about the whole D.C. solar situation. Oh, uh, yeah. So what they got in trouble for was an $800 million Ponzi scheme.
2: Uh, how? How does anybody <laughs> think that's they're going to get away with that?
0: Exactly. It makes me – and then didn't you read something today? Because uh, you said we went to dinner before the show. You said something about – You read that? Yeah. Yeah.
2: DC Solar, as of January 1, 2019, owed $1.5 million to about seven different tracks and then uh, about $500,000 to Darlington. (laughs) So I I just, I I don't get it. Total total cumulative, it was like $5.525 million owed to about half a dozen to eight tracks. So I, I, I again. Don't so see how they thought they were going to get away with it, but
0: you basically, I mean, how many times did you hear about DC Solar before they came to racing? Mm-hmm. Before they came to
1: NASCAR. no, I hadn't
0: exactly. So where did this money come from all of a sudden? I mean, they became big players overnight.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I
0: mean, with Ross Chastain and winning, and then Kyle Larson sponsorship, and they had somebody else was a of Pool that pulled away from him to go somebody else. Yeah, murder. I think he's actually suing him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now he's back in the truck series, but he did have a lawsuit. I don't know if it's been ever, if it's been finalized or anything like that yet. But yeah, there was a lawsuit going there too.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's just ridiculous, man. So yeah, like you said, how were they expecting to get away from that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there was a couple penalties after Atlanta. Uh, nothing, not penalties really. It's more fines. Uh, but Bubba and D Burrito had loose lug nuts. At first it was said it was Ty Dillon, but they changed it and said it was Bubba. Oh, really? Yeah, it went from the 13 to the 43.
2: How did they make that error? I have no <laughs> idea. No huh.
0: idea. I mean, I guess their cards look like 13, 43, they have a 3. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. no, not really. Not at all. I know I, you
2: enjoyed cheap. seeing that McDonald's paint scheme out front, though, this weekend on Larson's card, didn't you? It's your favorite paint scheme?
0: Yeah. Exactly, it's my favorite.
2: <laughs> Bubba's, hey, there was one time they, they about wrecked each other. Yeah, I, yeah I remember that. The yeah. McDonald's cars almost crashed.
0: But those were the probably the shittiest paint schemes other than that William Byron Hertz car.
2: You think that, that the Hertz was worse than the McDonald's cars?
0: No, no, no. I, they're all about equally as turd level. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, if you say so.
0: I know you really like that Hertz car. You I think I
2: don't think it's as ugly as you make it out oh, to be. Oh, it's disgusting. No, it's disgusting. No, yeah. I'm gonna.
0: It's like let me take some mustard and just squirt it on the ground. that's the paint ski I'm going with.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna wrap your truck in that color.
0: <laughs> you're not touching my truck.
2: You going on vacation anytime soon?
0: Only with you, so no. you're not gonna do it. I'll, get
1: it
2: I'll hire somebody to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make your wife do it. How about that?
0: And the sad thing is that she probably would. <laughs> All
2: right. Um, let's see here. So a uh, little bit last piece of news I think that I have is is uh, Chase is back in the Hooters car this weekend for Vegas. Yeah, I've seen that. Disappointed, it's not the Hoots car.
0: Hoots, yep, yeah, yeah, the uh, family-friendly Hooters. Yeah, are they the gonna terms. try and
2: push that brand now? I wonder.
0: I don't. That's a good question. I don't know. I, but here's the thing: I like the Hooters brand, as in, like, I like their color scheme and stuff like that. That too, and <laughs> I, I really like Chase's car. I think we yeah, actually no. had the, you know. Luxury. And when we went to Daytona last year. Mm-hmm.
2: He was running that. Yeah, school. we
0: got to see the car up and close and take some pictures of it. It's a really sharp car, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Really harkens back to the old Kawiki. Yeah. Okay. Uh Well, guess we'll move on to Xfinity if you don't have anything else cup related. Nope. Nothing um, else. Sir. Christopher Bell won uh, for the first time in the Toyota Supra Super, yeah, this weekend. That. So, congrats to, to him. Uh, it really was not in my opinion, a very exciting race.
0: It was, yeah, it was a little dull.
2: Um, I don't know. There really it was... wasn't ever a whole lot of challenges for the lead. Uh, weather, rain was kind of looming, and it was basically like misting the whole it's race. It's what it seemed like, yeah. Yeah, so um, you know, not that it was a bad race, but it just wasn't super exciting. So, But nonetheless, kudos to uh, Christopher Bell, Going Congrats down to him. In history
0: as the first Super win.
2: Yeah, I think we we all know he's going to kill it in Xfinity this year, and I think we're just kind of all waiting to see where he goes in cup.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the question is, is he going to a Chevy? Think somebody going to snipe him?
2: I mean, I don't see – I don't know. I don't know. You know I talked a couple of weeks ago saying that Hamlin needed to perform or he was going to get the boot and, then he and Bell was going to go in there. Yeah, and then he wins the 500, so – you know, he probably just punched his ticket for at least another year. Right? Jobs yeah. Uh,
0: I, I, I say that every year. Like, man, how's Stonewriters there's any open season? And the next thing you know, we get turned on our top.
2: Kick out Jones.
0: Like, this whole, I doubt it, but this whole, like, this past off season, who would have thought Daniel Hemrick's coming up, Matt Tiff's coming up, Ryan Priest is coming up, you know, Corey LaJoy. And so you have all these things that happen that you're not, you're like, wow. You know, you're not You're not expecting expected. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't expect, you know, Carl Edwards to retire. We didn't ago, expect so.
2: Noel Gregson to go to Junior D-I, Motorsports. Yeah, exactly. DEI, whoa.
0: Not DEI, not yeah. Junior <laughs> motor, I'm sorry, Junior Motorsports.
2: <laughs> Same 2001, man. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
0: Same thing. Not exactly. Speaking
2: of Dale Jr., though, got some exciting news there this week. I'll let you talk about that one.
0: Oh, about, I was like, there was? Oh, yeah, yeah he's going <laughs> to drive the number eight Hellman's car. Yeah. Yeah. At Darlington for He said
2: that the throwback scheme is not going to be anything that uh, he's ever driven before. Is that what he said?
0: I did not see that, so I don't know. Yeah,
2: it's going to be a paint scheme. I don't think that they've ever emulated or duplicated or ran before. Okay. But it is a throwback. So. Okay,
0: so here's the thing. Junior is a pure historian of the sport. He mm-hmm. may know more about the history of the drivers and the sport right. than most anybody who has anything to do with the sport. Yeah, He can pull... Some random, archaic Mark Martin Grand National scheme out from 91 or something, you know? Something crazy like that is what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that, who knows? And that's one thing I love about Darlington, because you don't know what direction they're going to go. Yeah. So, I think the era this year is like, what, 94 to 99, maybe?
2: Yes. I believe you're right, yeah. Something like that. So, Mid-90s, yeah.
0: Uh, so, it's like, is he going to pull from there, or is he going to go further back?
2: Yeah, I don't know if that applies to the Xfinity series. Is he dry? Is it the Xfinity race or is it a cup? It's Xfinity, right?
0: Yeah, it's X. am pretty sure he's doing Xfinity in yeah. that number eight homeless
2: car. Um, so I don't know if Xfinity fo- is following the same time frame or if they usually do or, or what. If they just do their own thing. I don't know. I don't know.
0: But we always see, even though there is a time frame, we always see other people who'll do cars outside of that time
2: frame. Yeah, true. True. Um, so I think that's about it for Xfinity. We'll move to trucks. Uh, so Mr. Kyle Bush <laughs> won the truck series race at Atlanta on It was uh, like his 51st Saturday. win or something. It was indeed. Uh, so at 51 or 52, I can't remember. One, one, basically he took the lead for the most wins in the truck series, took that from Ron Hornaday. So, uh, congrats to Kyle. I think that was, everybody knew that was coming. It was just a matter of time. Uh, Johnny.
0: And my, sorry to interrupt real quick just to confirm. Darlington is the whole weekend, 90 to
2: 94. Oh, okay. So all series then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Sauter finished second. Uh, pretty crazy just to think a few weeks ago he yeah, had no ride.
0: Exactly. He came. He was doing really good at Daytona. got caught up in a wreck. And now he did really good at this race. And did you see what he the comments he made? I loved it because nobody talked about it. No. Huh? He said that his goal was to wreck Kyle Bush. He was doing everything he could to get to his bumper, and he was going to spin him and win that race. And what? nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about it. I found it on a back page. Not, not backpage.com, but on the back page of NASCAR.com is really? where I found it at that they're talking about it. But, like, you don't see anything on Twitter about it. You know, oh, my God, he said he's going to wreck Kyle Busch. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, he would have probably gained a thousand million fans <laughs> yeah, if that was the exactly. case. Exactly.
0: So I think that's the reason why that it didn't blow up is because people are like, oh, it's Kyle Bush, good. You know, if it was like wrecking, like somebody said they're gonna wreck Dell Jr., it would have been like all over the place. Yeah. How dare they? You know, et cetera, et cetera. So, but yeah. Anyway, he said he was uh, wanting to wreck Kyle Bush.
2: I didn't hear that. Uh, I did hear Kyle Bush say though, uh, basically to his development of drivers that he has in, in the KBM trucks that he owns, obviously saying you better perform in KBM stuff. Uh, if you don't perform KBM stuff, then you have no future in the sport.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: Basically. And, and uh, he alluded, basically said that he's told Todd Gilliland in more than a few meetings at the shop that he needs to be more aggressive and do more with the equipment or, you know, face the consequences.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. He was saying
2: this. Yeah. In
0: it was last year it was Noah Gregson and Todd Gillen getting into it in a couple of races. True. Right? Yeah. And yeah. then he's like, I don't want my driver wrecking my
2: shit. And then Noah left. Yeah. So it was basically to me when I was reading the dialogue, you know, of the story, he was basically calling out Gillen saying you need to perform.
0: Harrison Burton still knew. Yes. So I mean, obviously, it's kind of hard to hold these, you know eval on him yet.
2: Well, and he was finished, or he was running second with the red flag in the truck series, and then when they went green, he got passed. For I think he finished eighth, but um, yeah, nonetheless, I I really really feel like and I was when I was reading, he was super calling out Todd Gillen, saying, "Get your shit together."
0: Wow. Well, I can see Kyle being that kind of boss too. But bottom line is, you probably have more resources of money being pumped into that team than any other team. So if you're not competing. In the truck or, series, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm talking about, the truck series. So if you're not competing and winning in that truck, what are you going to do when you, cause so let's talk about like a Ross Chastain, a Matt DiBendetto, or you know, even a Cordy LaJoy. Here, here's a good example, some I really like, Chris Buescher, for example. Mm-hmm. You're in undervalued equipment, but sometimes you're pulling home a good finish because you are a good racer. Right. If you can't be competitive in the top notch shit,
2: I mean, yeah, there's a there's a reasonable there's reasonable some truth to his yeah. statement, right? Yeah. yeah, so I'm not knocking that, but I think there could have been a little bit of a, a little more, more tax- subtle I mean. way to to bring it up in conversation like
0: in private, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> but it's which
2: you know it was a closed door meeting, but then you go out and broadcast what was said during it, then that does it kind of goes out the window, right?
0: Crazy, crazy. Talking about trucks, uh, Thor Sport, they had three – their three drivers all finished in top five. Oh, really? Second, third, and fifth. Huh. Good for them. Yeah, that it is good. Uh, I mean, it's – you know, have yeah, Ford's essentially dominating trucks in a way. I mean, Toyota won, but they were a powerhouse at Daytona and took three of the five spots mm. in top five. Mm. Ford's been a wrecking with pretty much in all series, unfortunately – so you think the other teams – well, Toyota, too, I guess. 500, they won. Second at Atlanta in the Cups. Xfinity, they won this week. So really, I mean, the team that used to always be the powerhouse with Chevy. Where are they at? They need to really step up their game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they do. Remember the, the good old days of Jack Sprague and Hornaday and – all of them in the truck series.
0: Yeah, going at it. I mean, that was the stuff, man. Yeah. And then you know, Xfinity, you had Junior Motorsports, DEI, that just dominated for a long time. And then Hendrick and Cup. And now across all levels, <laughs>
1: eh.
0: Yeah, I mean, Xfinity is probably their most competitive With series. JRM. Yeah. yeah. But they haven't won a race yet.
2: Well, Nett did.
0: Oh, yeah, he won at 500. Yeah, I'm sorry. But where was Algayer? Fifth, maybe. Yeah. Something like that.
2: Yeah, and he was competitive uh, at Atlanta too, but just Bell was just in a class of his own. Yeah. So. Uh, anything else in trucks?
0: Uh, Jesse Iwujie. What's that? Bless you. <laughs> Jesse <laughs> Jesse Iugier, uh, he's making his uh, truck debut at Vegas.
2: <laughs> Who's that?
0: Jesse. Yeah. Uh, he is a uh, retired Marine. Not really? Marina Navy veteran. No. Um he had a lot of notoriety a couple years ago because he like saved someone in a car crash. He like went and pulled him out of the car before it caught fire or something. Oh really? yeah, uh, he's really really a personable guy. He's on Twitter a lot, Instagram a lot. He's actually like some of our stuff, surprisingly. Really? Okay. Uh but he um uh, you can like we found Landon Castle on Cameo. He's on Cameo as well uh just seemed like a really fantastic nice guy genuinely nice guy he does a lot of like corvette racing and stuff several weeks ago in an episode we we're talking about this corvette he showed a picture like three pictures on twitter like 100,000 150,000 and 200,000 like the modifications he made and it was a sharp car i don't know if you remember that mm-hmm. it was a corvette and we talked about it on the show but anyway it was his corvette
2: oh wow yeah that must be nice
0: yeah exactly <laughs> Was he on Dancing with the Stars, maybe, too?
2: Um, I have no clue, man. No clue. Maybe. Um, I will say, while you're looking that up, um, did you see that Bubba Wallace... Well, first off, Kevin Hart has a (laughs) video series. I had
0: seen Bubba in his underwear.
2: Yeah, so Kevin Hart has a video series where he interviews sports people and entertainers. People... You know, of authority, where what in whatever venue, uh, basically get into baths of cold ice. I guess uh, uh, I don't know if they're baths or they look like just giant like watering troughs, but anyways, uh, Bubba Wallace is the guest on his show this week. So uh, I haven't seen it yet. I watched a like a minute of it. It looked pretty funny. But check that out. Cool to see uh.
0: Yeah, I seen the Twitter video, whatever them talking and in that stay at the edge of that bathroom. Cool to
2: see him have a NASCAR driver on there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I think it'd be fun to see uh, Kevin Hart in a car go around. You know, guy the guy is about Jeff Gordon size, so he maybe may not, smaller. May not yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: um, Mark Martin size. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one other thing I I I wanted to bring up this week is. Uh, Kyle Busch on Sunday started his 500th cup race. I don't know if you knew that or not.
0: Uh, I think i seen you post something actually about that.
2: Yeah, so 500 uh, cup starts was Sunday for him. He has 51 wins in those 500 cup starts. Pretty good, right? Yeah, one in every 10. Who do you think is number one? That's an easy one. Who, think, who, who do you think has the most wins at 500 starts? In the I history would say of the sport? it has to be Richard Petty. It is. Uh, how about second? Take a step for second.
0: So, this is an educated guess. I'm going to say David Pearson. And the reason why is because he went and ran part time schedule and won over 100 races.
2: That's true. Yes, he has 102, which I think he's got like, what's his total? 108 or, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, 105. So, basically, he won like most of his races before he even got to 500 starts. That's incredible.
1: Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying, man. I I don't think people give David Pearson they the don't. credit he
2: deserves. They don't. They absolutely don't. And
0: as we talked about multiple times, I think we're both were guilty of that ourselves. Yeah. Until we like start doing research, you're like, holy shit, this guy was amazing.
2: Right. So from 102 with Pearson, then you slide all the way down to Gordon with 81, uh, Darrell Waltrip 79, Jimmy Johnson 74. And then down at sixty six is Earnhardt. So, just a cool piece of information I thought I would bring him.
0: So, a lot of people want to say that Kyle Busch is as good as Earnhardt. Eh, I don't know if I would say.
2: That. Yeah, not. I mean, it's not too far off. Fifteen races.
0: That's still a decent amount.
2: It is. I mean, it's 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 moderate. Yeah. yeah. It's no eighty one, but. <laughs>
0: 9 times victory at Atlanta, which is one of the hardest tracks to win at. That's okay. That's what? Huh? That's okay. Who had what? more
2: wins, though? Who had, who had more champions? Who has, what? More, who has what? more wins? What? Who has more wins?
0: <laughs> wins don't matter if you don't win championships. Oh,
2: God. He's getting riled up. Let's just let's <laughs> go ahead and end this where your head explodes.
0: So, folks, I, you know what? Thanks for listening. It has been a joy. We love you guys. Message us. Talk to us. Say hey. Don't forget, we're going to be at the Coke Zero sugar 600 i don't know if it's zero sugar i don't know what it is <laughs> i
2: think it's just coke 600
0: okay well we'll bet the coke 600 uh living it up getting drunk talking <laughs> to people so uh yeah if, if you're there let us know we'll try to meet up with you have some beers with you on your dollar <laughs> no i'm kidding i'll buy you a beer, a beer. <laughs>
2: no he's kidding he won't <laughs> <laughs> yeah I
0: would i'm that kind of i'm a nice guy I I am, I am a joy to be around when I'm drunk too. Why why you keep giving me looks like that? For you? You're such a jackass. Anyway, thanks for listening to the show, everybody. Thanks for telling your friends, your
2: mom, whoever. Send us your pics for Vegas.
0: Yeah, pics. I just like people you pick, not like pics. Of- or
2: if you got pics of. I
0: guess, yeah, as soon as that, too, yeah.
2: Picks at Vegas, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vegas is awesome. Showgirls and everything. Oh, here, here's one tip from a, a person who's been to Vegas. Not so much the track. We've been to Vegas multiple times. Go see Mark Savard, The Hypnotist. It's a cheap show and it's fucking hilarious. It is one of the best shows I've ever seen in Vegas for, for the dollar.
2: You, so. saw, you saw Penn & Teller, too, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I How enjoyed it
0: better than Penn & Teller. Really? I love Penn & Teller, but I enjoyed Mark's Marks. A lot more smaller venue, mm-hmm. a lot more personable. You can get on stage and try to be hypnotized yourself. I mean, it's just, it was very entertaining. Did you get up there? Yeah, I got up there, but I was not able to be hypnotized.
2: Really? Yeah. Man, one funny thing. I had a company-sponsored uh, social event one time, and I, you know, I've never been hypnotized. I've never tried to be hypnotized. I've always thought it was just kind of a shim-sham, like, I don't know. It's never really thought, put a whole sure. f- whole bunch of thought people, into it.
0: I, same here. Yeah. But I, they
2: took people uh, from, from the place I was working at the time up on the stage and hypnotized them. And this girl, he hypnotized this girl to think that she was in a fashion like runway and they were up on this like elevated platform. And it was only probably about two feet off of the ground. But so she was walking this, this platform uh, like she was this runway model, she flat out walked right off the edge of this son of a bitch <laughs> and busted her ass. So I think I like that changed my mind. Like I think hypnotism is real now because I, knowing the girl that I worked with, that that she never would have done that. So okay, I, I don't know, man. Okay. It was it's crazy.
0: So, you know, obviously you're in an auditorium with like 150 people watching the show, and he said, you know, anybody who wants to come up and try to be hypnotized, come up. So in the end, there was like ten people out of like fifty that stayed on on the stage. If it was an act, it's the best acting I've seen in my whole life. Really, it was crazy, man. Like he pulled off his so belt. So you were one of the ten. No, no, no. I, oh, okay. I went. I yeah. I was able to be hypnotized. I went and sat back down. My okay, seat. so
2: they were left with ten. Okay. Yeah, so
0: they're left with like ten people. But he pulls his belt off and, and told them all it's a snake. So he started slinging it around, like tossing it at these people, and people were screaming, like running for their life because the snake was going to get them and stuff. Literally the funniest show I've ever seen.
1: <laughs>
2: if you
0: go to YouTube, you can watch these videos on YouTube. Hilarious. What's the name again? Mark Savard, S-A-V-A-R-D, I believe. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it, fantastic, fantastic show. So if you're in Vegas for the race coming up, go check him out. He says it's cheap tickets. So Nice. Yep. Anyway, folks, uh, great talking to you. We'll talk to you next week.
2: And the check and flag waves on this episode.
0: Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing
1: at gmail.com. Thanks again, and see you you soon. soon.